Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Thursday evening. It means it's preview time. Richie Barnes, CJ Pittenger, and we are joined by Larion. Larion is a host on the roll-up as well as 26 Degrees, our uh, Miami Hurricanes podcast on the roll-up network. Larion, Richie, how you boys doing tonight? Good, doing man. good. good. Yeah, well, I'm excited. You know, it's Miami week and Larry and I, I had to tell my wife that I, you were coming on the pod tonight and she's like, tell him he's still trouble because she remembers <laughs> you from the uh, the Kush house last year for the game. Not, yeah. and she's like, that guy's going to get you in trouble, Richie. No, no, no. We're going to have a good time. Are you pulling yeah. up to the game? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to sit this one out. It's uh, it's a long trip, man. For, oh, okay, okay. Uh, we went up for Notre Dame. TJ it's the same. Here. It's the same distance for yeah. me and Larry on as it is for you, bro. Yeah. Larry, how far is it for you? Four hours? Five. Five. It's four for me. It's a yeah. little bit less for Richie if we're keeping it buck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was planning on going to the Florida State Florida basketball game Sunday afternoon, so that's why I didn't go. And then you those out on that too. Through. So it, it'll be a nice weekend on the couch watching rivalry games and hopefully with positive outcomes. But we'll see. Uh, Double Fries No Slaw brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You can visit both their locations at 1818 West Tennessee Street, 2550 North Monroe. Con- contrary to what Larion says, please make sure you get your box. Double Fries No Slaw. All right, let's start there, bro. Let's <laughs> let's let these let's let's offend all these FSU Uh-oh. fans. I know where this bro, is going. They're not even going to care about your Miami. Teams. Listen, let's, let's uh, tell these people about your uh, coleslaw takes. Let's listen, start there. man. I'm a I'm a grown man. I'm an adult. All right. French fries, you can get decent French fries anywhere on this planet, right? But a good coleslaw is hard to come by, man. So I'm not suggesting that you always go for the coleslaw, but if you find a gold mine with some great coleslaw, there's no way I'm going double fries. Absolutely not. Now, I've never eaten Guthrie's. I've been in Tallahassee several times. Um, I'll probably do it this time because I'll be in there. I'll be there tomorrow morning. I'm going to be in Tallahassee. So I'll probably stop by Guthrie's for the first time. I'm definitely going to get the slaw. And then I'll uh, I'll, I'll shoot the message over to let you guys know how I rate If you should have gone. Fr- See, that, okay, that's not a terrible take. You hey, explained, you, you, went, you went a little bit better with it on this one than what I heard on the roll. But here's what I'm going to say about that. Guthrie's, we love you. Please keep paying the bills. But um, – <laughs> You're not getting good slaw there, bro. Like that's the problem. It's like I get the, I get the take. No, it's fine. It's not, it's not bad. But usually, why you go there to Guthrie's is like two a.m. and slaw ain't gonna sop up what you needed to slop sop yeah, up yeah, at that yeah, time yeah. in the morning. So the, there's a there's a strategy behind those double fries. And that I, does I make a lot of sense. So I don't think there's any debate that like a really good homemade coleslaw, or if you go to like a legit barbecue joint right and, and they throw it mm-hmm. on a sandwich or even on the side i'll give you a pass if you're at a, like a legit barbecue joint um but yeah homemade coleslaw is really good but yeah guthrie's any of the competitors that are all knockoffs of guthrie's where they all started at guthrie's and opened up new places <laughs> none of that slaw is any good i'll <laughs> tell you what one of the competitors i won't name them you know but one of their competitors has one of my favorite slaws uh really? you know they they really do they've got a okay. and they, it's so funny because they give it to you in like a little ramekin <laughs> and oh, you only man. get it I know if you get about. the uh, if you get the uh, chicken tender meal. So you got to get the, like the six piece meal or the four piece meal, whatever, and and then they'll give it to you then. So, but uh, I'm definitely trying that. I can't wait to try it. I, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna eat it tomorrow for sure when I we get it. We need a full review um, <laughs> on your Guthrie's experience, bro. Well, my mine's um, gonna be a little tainted because I'm uh, believe it or not, I'm one of these weaklings on the planet that is. Uh, uh, allergic to gluten 
So I won't be able to do the um the chicken tenders. Oh, you can't do the tenders. You I can get the sauce. The you can get the sauce though, right? And dip it in. It's like a mayo based Probably. Sauce. Yeah, probably. I can probably you can do dip the, sauce. the fries in the sauce. Yeah, yeah. Sauce. I'll do some fries, some slaw, maybe some. I'm sure they got like a grilled chicken salad or tenders or something like Ooh. that. I'll do that. Maybe. I know. Trust me, it hurts. If not, we'll hit another. It hurts. Time, bro. It hurts. Some, I'll give you some suggestions. So, <laughs> well, I'm coming up. We're excited for the game this weekend. Um, before we get into this, and this gets really, really heated, and uh, we start cussing each other out. And I did a pod earlier today with Allie, um, talking a lot of you. We spent about an hour on UF because they got a lot to, they got a lot to talk about, a lot to get done. But can we just say that it is it is enjoyable before we get to our, um, you know, the rest of our hate week and our weekend everything just to watch the dumpster fire that's going on in Gainesville right now. Like oh, we oh. spent an hour talking about this and <laughs> bro, she's a little bit of a Homer, but I, I mean, I love Allie. Don't get me wrong, but she's blaming <laughs> Savage and Grantham and all these other things. And I was just like, does Mullen get any blame? Or like, Oh, well, you know, he's the CEO. Of course he gets blamed. And I was like, Cause you brought up Savage and fans and, Blaming Georgia for dropping bags and everything wow. else. But Jay oh, blaming okay. Mullen for nothing. That's what bro. we're doing. Shame on you, Allie. Shame, shame, <laughs> shame. That's not how we're going to do this. Uh, they are absolutely falling apart. Um, it's been that way. I had my doubts coming into this season. I really did. I thought that watching them roll out Emory when everyone that was you know closely linked to Gators football was saying that Anthony Richardson was the better choice. And I say, bro, listen, I, I understand you play a little politics, but bottom line is I'm going with the better guy. And if you and, and if I'm not going to do that, that let me know everything that this season would probably ultimately add up to be. So, And that's on Dan. So you can't blame Savage, Hevesy, uh, the, the, the um, equipment manager. You can do all that all you want to. Bottom line is Dan Mullen has uh, dropped the ball. And I, I think I love it. Yeah, they're they're doing so bad. Nobody's even looking at Florida State right now. It's great. It's, no, it's, and- it's, if if you didn't have to worry about recruiting, then Dan Mullen would be a fine college coach, right? But he just doesn't. It's not into it. I I still think he's really good X's and O's. But I was actually searching on tweets. I didn't think TJ was bringing this up, but but I said in December of nineteen, I said Mullen's exactly what I want at UF coach. Uh, competent to be top 10 to 15, not this year, but he'll never get the recruits that he needs to, you know, make it big. I had Florida state fans mad at me. I had Florida fans mad at me. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it, 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 it's been pretty obvious. I think with Mullen, even from the day he was hired, you knew recruiting wasn't a strong point and he didn't get the recruiters on staff that he really needed. Uh, you know, I thought he thought Tim Brewster was just going to come in and, and get anybody he wanted and learned real quickly <laughs> It ain't that easy, but yeah, I think we're definitely all enjoying that. But be honest, guys, none of us are, can be too happy right now. <laughs> no, I'm pretty happy, bro. Like, it, yeah, I, knew, right. I knew what I was getting into this year. <laughs> That's what I told Allie. I was like, you know, yeah, we've had a couple of losses that like probably yeah. should have gone the other way. But like, I don't think anybody's like shocked right now that Florida State's three and five. I don't think anybody's shocked right now that Miami's five and three. People are shocked that Florida is under 500. So like, I don't know. I mean, of course, I, I expected Florida State to be a little bit better. I actually picked Miami to go like 9-3, and 10-2 this year because uh, I thought the schedule lined up pretty nicely. I don't think we knew how good Michigan State was back then or that, you know, Miami kind of dropped the ball. And, you know, my, Miami's got some losses, and we'll kind of get into them in a minute. But Miami's not – they've lost – isn't it crazy that Miami's last five games are, have been decided by a total of 13 points? I mean, that's just absurd. So, I mean, 
you know. That's been Manny's MO, man. So his, uh, his wins are, I think his average P5 wins are by eight points, I want to say. Yeah. So he's, close. He hasn't really whooped anybody. So. Yeah. And they, they got up. We'll, we'll get into Miami in a sec. But, like, they got up for the, the couple of ranked games they played. But, you know, then you saw them kind of play down to Georgia Tech. Now, I don't think they'll play down this week. I mean, because of the rivalry and stuff like that. But, yeah. It, but, so, yeah, nobody's real shocked with how our two teams are going right now. I don't think. I mean, I think they would think that Florida State would have maybe have a win or two more. But, uh, yeah, that dumpster fire is fantastic. And, really, I'll, this is my last point on them. And then we can kind of move on to what really matters and – um, that's our game this weekend. It is so how many coaches and she mentioned one and then she couldn't think of any more and I couldn't think of any more and I wasn't really trying to, cause I didn't want to, you know, kill my point. How many coaches do you remember, um, uh, that have their teams have fallen off like Florida has right now and they have rebuilt their program back, right? Like very rarely does it happen where your team falls off and then you build it back up to where it needs to be. Like you think about Orgeron, you think about like different coaches, even recently. She brought up one, and I'll see if either of you can get it if you were watching or whatever. Brian Kelly. She, dude, did you watch? You watch no, today? I don't watch your peak. Today. I don't watch your <laughs> bourbon. I don't watch any of your stuff. But I, I, I know I say this because I, <laughs> I literally, I literally, I literally tweeted this out um, yesterday. Maybe Has anyone ever done you. it? Probably. Has anyone ever done it? My only one I can think of is Brian Kelly, who went four and eight, fired pretty much his whole day and staff, both coordinators said this can never happen again. And he's got Notre Dame as a top 10 program again, but yeah, outside of him, someone else uh, mentioned who did I'll find it. Y'all talk, but someone else mentioned another name. Um, yeah, it's, it's rare. And the biggest problem is there's already a massive gap between them and Georgia and the standard at UF. And we laugh at it. We joke about it. Is this the Gator standard? Stuff like that. The standard there is to win national titles uh, and to win conference championships. And, it's not to get back to a place where they can beat Kentucky and beat South Carolina and dominate Tennessee and beat these teams, beat Florida. The standard is to win it all. And yeah. if they've already, if the gap is already too far and too wide, it's like us with Clemson, right? It's if you let that gap continue to widen, their recruiting class takes a hit another year. He's not going to get any closer to what their main goals are if they continue to fall backwards. And that was kind of my, um, that was kind of my point to her was I'm not saying you can't do it, but it, like, just like Kirby said the other day, it's not about X's and O's. I mean, Mullen's a better Mullen recruiting aside. Mullen is a better X's and O coach than Kirby. I mean, I don't think anybody would argue that. Like he's one of the best in the country, but he hates to recruit and he's lazy. And so here we yeah. are, you know, it's, we're, it's we're, getting strong, we're getting strong 2017 Jimbo vibes. Um, when Jimbo kind of knew he was gone and I don't think Mullen knows he's gone. I think in the back of his mind, he doesn't want to be there. And he did change his tune in this press conference this week. And this is the last thing I'll say, because we, again, this is Florida state Miami week. Um, but yeah, he, he does not have a stand base right now. And, and that's not a good place to be. And he does not have the media on his side. And I'm not talking national. I'm talking the local media, the way he's been acting lately, they're fed up with him too. It's just a, not a good spot to be. It feels a lot like, you know, with Tallahassee 2017. Yeah, I think his goose is pretty well cooked. I, I uh, actually said on the, the latest roll-up that I, I I didn't see a scenario where they would really bring him back. Now, Silk disagreed with me. He thinks if he wins the you know these last three, which I mean is Sanford, which is a gimme. Um, I don't know. Oh, Missouri and Florida State. So I was like, well, okay, two of those are, are should be layups easily. 
And even when a down FSU, I kind of think should be a win for them. But I feel like you guys are playing above your heads and they are playing below their uh, talent level. I think they aren't playing up to what they could. So I honestly, I even thought if he won the rest of this, if I'm Florida, I would kind of be wanting to go a different direction. I think he showed me what he's going to do. You have a lot of recruits um, that, you know, are, are, are starting to fall off and you know, eh, I don't know, man, it looks like this, this, uh, the ship is going down. So they're starting to look elsewhere. Me personally, if I was the AD, I wouldn't bring him around, but you can't talk to their AD either. He pulled a Blake He's James and started yeah. hiding now. Yeah. 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 Selective uh, yeah. media. Selective. Uh, yeah. yeah. What, what He's got more stuff going on than just Mullen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I agree. And I think that, uh, I think that they're, they're in a rough spot, but I'm glad they're keeping them. Yeah, I think that Florida, I mean, Florida State's problem is that they're going to be a dog in every game they play left, but and Florida will be favored in, in all three of the games they play. And uh, can can Florida State continue to fight and show effort and you know not quit on the season, which all of us are kind of experienced with certain teams doing that at times. And you know, can Florida undo that? Because it certainly looked like they they were they quit against. South Carolina. See, oddly enough, yeah, I think it, both of our locker rooms are still with our coach. Yeah. I think you guys are just aren't as talented as a Florida State roster is accustomed to being. And I think we are uh younger and underdeveloped right now, but the guys will play for they're men. bought in. I yeah. think yeah, yeah, I think both I think both rosters i'm sure there are holdouts everywhere right guys there i mean we've seen it we, you guys have had guys transfer out we've had guys transfer out or put their name on the portal and stuff but for the most part i think guys on both of our teams are still pretty bought in and i don't think you can say the same thing about florida so all right we'll jump into the florida state miami game since that's kind of why we're here but again it is nice to admire a dumpster fire when it's not your own yeah, um yeah. miami opened as a two and a half point favorite um are you we were talking about some betting coming on to here tonight are you a little bit surprised that that line hasn't moved at all larry on like i mean you follow this stuff i mean i, I and i'll answer for you i am like i i, I don't want to give a preview away of what we're going to do at the end of the show but i, mean, I think miami covers that and I'm kind of surprised that it hasn't moved at all like is vegas trying to tell us like what's going on here I, i'll tell you why i'm not because like i said you know just a few moments earlier when Manny does win, it's not by large margins in general. He hasn't had, honestly, and I don't say this to, you know, I'm not messing with CJ, really is only like butt whooping was yeah. <laughs> taking taking Florida State out of, in the shed, yeah. you know, uh, when I was hanging out with Richie. <laughs> so that's, I mean, honestly, that's an anomaly. So if you're playing the odds from Vegas, I get it. They think we'll win, but it's just like the chances that we'll, pull off just a, a a dominant you know double digit win it history says we don't you brought up the georgia tech game a little bit earlier that game honestly should have been more of a 45 to 20 maybe 23 uh whooping yeah. we just coughed the ball up on scoring drives and yeah. gave it away right so let them hang around for sure right way sure too long way too long so th but then what what do you say hey that's what it's been under manny so i'm not tremendously shocked that the line hasn't moved a lot i do think uh we if if we're victorious i think it will be by more than that but i get why they would put that line there yeah and uh, you know it, it's 
it's really been interesting to watch Miami because they start out the year, I mean, getting beat by Bama and, you know, everybody, all three of the big three schools have gotten beat by Bama the last few times. Well, I guess we won our second the last time we played them, but losing to Bama, I mean, and losing in, in an embarrassing fashion is not anything that's surprising when you're playing a Nick Saban coach team. And then uh, Michigan State came out and really ran the ball well. That's kind of been something Miami has struggled with a ton this year and one of Florida State's strengths. But since then, Miami kind of just I – mean, I hate to say that they were unlucky because they were probably lucky in a couple of other games. But like we've been saying, last five games decided by 13 points combined. Um, you know, we know how college kickers are. If the Virginia kid misses a, a pretty long field goal attempt, Miami wins that game. If um, they make the a field goal, against, it. yeah, against against UNC, <laughs> if we make that field goal, it was yeah. a short field goal, it was a thirty-three yeah. yard, and we win that game. Yep. And then so. against UNC, you probably had a chance to kind of kick a field goal, throw an interception late in a game. They came back, or you guys came back in. We're down big. Um, Bad play call. Bad play and then, call. and then really could have, and then it kind of goes the other way too. Could have lost in the closing minutes to NC State. Could have lost in the closing minutes to. Pittsburgh, but found a way to win those games. I never really felt like the Georgia Tech game was two in the balance, but still a three-point game. Late. Right. Yeah. You never know, seemed like, like Miami was going to lose, right? Yeah. One of those games. yeah. I said that on the show. I said, you know, oddly enough, I remember literally pulling out my uh, phone and playing uh, Clash Royale during the game <laughs> yeah. because I was like, we're not going to lose, but I don't like how we're going to win. Like, it's yeah. ugly, but I never feared we were going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. And so – this is a Miami team, like you said, that has really kind of turned a corner, though, with the emergence of Tyler Van Dyke. And he has been – I mean, Derek King came in, and I think he provided the spark that Miami needed at times last year and certainly a leader and he did a lot of things. But Van Dyke has absolutely changed um, what Florida is able to do. Um, thoughts on how – Yeah, sorry. What Miami's <laughs> been able to do. I'm looking at the – Florida can't at, do it. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have <laughs> somebody put a their comment in here about Florida. Oh. Neither of their quarterbacks are as good as mine. Best quarterback in the state. <laughs> Easy. I tell yeah, everybody. I'd agree with that, but we got we, second. We got yeah. second. I'll take Jordan <laughs> Travis second. Where, where did this second coming of Vinny Tessaverdi come from? It uh, and like out of nowhere. Because what I saw a graphic. Um He's on pace. If he can throw for, I think, 300 yards and four touchdowns, he's going to match Jameis for the four straight games by a freshman in the ACC to do that. He, I'll tell you, I, I had said earlier before the season had even started that I thought that the offense might work, uh, run better under Tyler Van Dyke. And the only reason I said that was you look at Rhett Lashley in the last program he came from. He had Shane Bouchelle. Uh, Shane Bouchelle was a four-star guy, uh, went to Texas, kind of got beat out a little bit. And I think – I don't remember if he suffered an injury or whatever, but he – I think that's what happened, and he ended up getting beat out, and he goes to SMU. Okay, Rhett goes to SMU. Dynamic offense, man. These guys are really just lighting it up. And so we bring in Rhett Lashley, and, and the Canes fans in general were excited. But the difference is with De'Ari King – he's not quite the prototype or, or in the mold of a Shane Bouchelle. Yeah. So I questioned very early if we would be better with the Tyler Van Dyke under Rhett Lashley and the early signs point to yes, because I think it's a little more geared to what had, uh, Lashley had success with at SMU. And, you know, so what have you done for me lately business? So if we're going to compare him, 
you got to look at his last job and where he was doing well. And De'Aaron King doesn't look like uh, Shane Bouchel. So I'm not incredibly shocked by this. I thought that uh, TBD was kind of uh, more in that mold and I thought that he could get it done. So not incredibly shocked. I, I am pleasantly surprised. Don't get me wrong. Don't, I'm, I'd be lying like hell if I told you that I thought this guy was going to come out and look as good as he has so far. Yeah, and it, I think he's played four full games now. And, you know, the, the old NFL cliche is, you know, give a quarterback six games and defense coordinators will start to figure him out if he's not as good as he looks. Um, luckily, Florida State secondary is going to be a friendly matchup for them. But uh, how, how's Miami's offensive line looking? Because Florida State, in my opinion, the biggest strength of this team by far is that defensive front four. I, I, they're really good. Uh, you wouldn't think you'd lose a guy like Janoris Robinson to the NFL and Marvin Wilson, who never really panned out, but still had a talent level. <laughs> and they're much better now. Um, obviously, Jermaine Johnson, Keir Thomas, a couple SEC transfers play a role in that. How do you see that matchup going with Miami's offensive line and Florida State's front four? I, I, I will tell you that uh, Jermaine is probably the second best D lineman we faced, you know, because obviously we played Alabama and um, – yeah. <laughs> You know, 31's a monster. So that, that's, you know, he's he's a guy that's probably a top five pick. Uh, but Jermaine will be the second best guy we faced, in my opinion. I think he can be a little problematic for us. However, our strength is pass blocking. We, we are honestly a pretty darn good pass blocking team. Our run blocking, I would probably say, is a C at best, maybe a C minus. So uh, our best hope is to try to neutralize some of what Jermaine and Kier can bring to the front. Mm -hmm. uh, but at, when it comes to pass blocking, we honestly have been every week we've looked a little bit better. And I will attribute some of that success to us moving to uh, um, Ja'Kai Clark. He was initially slated at one point a red shirt and this is a problem that i think we've been facing under mandy a little bit is a seniority thing so when you look at Corey gainer Corey gainer has been kind of one of the vocal leaders a rah-rah guy guys uh, a guy that just people kind of uh rally around however i he, i never felt like he was the most talented so jakai was actually about the red shirt this year because he knew he wasn't going to get the snaps and his future was at center. Corey gets hurt. Chikai comes in. And honestly, I think we've looked like a much better O-line since he was able to take over at center. And, and uh, you know, I think he's called out some good protections and it's just been a great anchor for us. So the, the matchup will definitely be interesting. I, I, um, I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you, I think Jermaine will probably at least get a sack. I think he'll he'll bring him down at least once, but if we can keep him under three, I, I think that uh, that'll help us quite a bit. Yeah, so you guys have the opposite problem of us. Our our run blocking's pretty pretty solid, but our pass pro has been god awful all year. Um, but going back to the last game, that weird box score all over. Like you mentioned, it was just a weird game in general. Um, but I saw Jalen Knight in Florida State fans very familiar with him was committed to the. Florida State for a while before flipping and staying home. He had 32 carries last week. 
And somehow Miami still had a receiver transfer Charleston Rambo. He set the school record, right, for most receiving yards in a game, in a he game was, where the running back got 32 carries. He was just shy. He needed a – Okay. He dropped one that would have put him over. He was just shy, like, by one catch. That would have that would have broke the record. Um, so what does yeah. that do for Lashley? How's he going to attack us? Because, again, they're running a lot with Knighton. Is Knighton the only healthy – back that Florida State needs to really worry about right now? Yeah, I would say so. Um, that'll be problematic for us. Jalen isn't the biggest guy either. He's probably, you know, I remember Duke Johnson would get, you know, a little criticism for being a little light, but Duke was probably more of a, a, a real-life 205 to 210 guy. Not humongous. Yeah. I think Jalen's probably walking around a little closer to 185, 190-ish. And... um it serves its purpose well because the difference between him and Cam, Cam's out for the year and uh, Don Chaney Jr. is out for the year. Those are both bigger backs. The one thing that Jalen does well, and you can see the differences, he has just enough shiftiness to squeeze through some not great holes. So that does help him uh, in a way that you wouldn't get from a, uh, from a Cam Harris. Uh, 32 is too many. All right. I hope he doesn't have to carry 32 against y'all. I expect him to like a high school stat line right there. (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. (laughs) The only way you can kind of defend that is that Jalen served a four game suspension to start the year. So he's got a little less wear and tear than the average running back. It's not the formula you want to see. Yeah. Week to week. I don't expect to see that week to week. But, you know, for one week, if you got to do that, I'll live with it. But, yeah, absolutely. I, I'll tell you now, if, if he carries 32 against y'all, I think we lose. I don't I don't think that's the formula. Oh, I, I like our chances if he gets 25. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as Rambo goes, um, man, I'll tell you what. Rambo r- reminds me an awful lot of Alan Hearns. He's a guy that doesn't necessarily blow you away with his physicals. You know, you just look at him. It's like, he's not a huge guy. He's not blazing fast. I mean, he's got some top-end speed. But what he does do, get open, catch the ball. Um, A lot of teams, is weird. Uh, He hasn't really blown the top off a ton of times. I do think he did get a 60-yard catch last week. But teams kind of fear him going over the top so much and the way Lashley calls the game that they they play a lot of break but don't bend. And so he catches a lot of under routes, just, you know, coming back to the ball. So I expect, you know, your corners are going to have to work. They're probably going to play a little off just because that's been the formula for most people. But I think Ramble will will kind of feast underneath. He'll be a guy I honestly expect him to get 130. I think it'll be a, a fair number this week. Switching to the other side of the ball, Florida State has been very run heavy at times. They are the definition of using the run to set up the pass and, even when they do that, it is very little that they throw the ball and they're very intentional about it. You know, obviously you think about the UNC game where they set up a lot of nice play fakes to hit guys just wide open um, because they run, 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 boom, play action, eight, you know, 60 yard pass to, to Helton or, or some one of those guys. Um, Miami's not been great against the run. Um and, and Florida State is definitely a different team when it's Travis or, or Milton back there. Not that Travis is the most prolific passer, but he's shown to be able to get it done at times. And obviously his legs 
are a strength and, and one of the strengths on this team. What are your thoughts on the way that Miami's defense will try to contain Florida State's running game, try to play against Florida State's offense, which is it's not an option offense, but it's pretty freaking close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. We Last week, you know, we played Georgia Tech and, you know, uh, shout out Harlan. Harlan brought up some numbers. And they looked a little bit better on paper than I thought they were in actually watching the game. We've done we've done fairly well against the run as far as we kind of contain, you know, guys from just going crazy against us, right? Like people go, how oh, pick it through for 500? Well, Manny said he wanted to make them totally one-dimensional, and he did. He totally shut down the run. I think that'll be the strategy against Florida State. I think he'll sell out more against the run and say, hey, you know, Jordan Travis is going to have to beat us with his arm. He absolutely is going to going to have to toss it around in order to beat us. Uh, I don't think we're, you know, that is your strength. I definitely think you guys are going to have success running the ball, probably more than some of the teams we played recently. Like NC State was known for running the ball pretty well as well. We shut them down pretty good. I mean, and when I say that, let's let's be honest. Today's college football there's Georgia and then there's the rest of us when it comes to stopping, yeah. you know, de- defense right They're now. They're giving up like six points a game right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Remember Florida State's 2013 team gave up 11 a game? Like, right. You know, and then you're that's like, phenomenal. holy crap, 11. They're giving up six a game. It's, it's sick. It's sick. So, yeah, holding teams right now is super relative. It's like, yeah. eh, I don't know. <laughs> if I hold you to 140 yards rushing, that's almost a pretty doggone good day. Like, eh? that's, that's a Miami <laughs> win. Yeah. That's a Miami win yeah. if it's only 140. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I think you're right. So, exactly. So, you know, you'll go at the stat sheet and go, I don't know. They ran for buck 50, buck 60. But I'm like, okay, well, what do they throw for? I don't know if Jordan Travis can light us up for 250. I, I think he's limited in that in a sense. Um, but you'll have some success because I do think. Your stable of backs is more dynamic than us because uh, we you, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Roos is the only healthy one, and then behind him is uh, Thad Franklin and Cody Brown, and these guys just um, haven't had they haven't quite stepped it up yet. They're freshmen; they haven't got a lot of reps either, and most of their reps have been really bad short yardage downs where yeah. it's an obvious run, and you know teams sell out against it. So. Ah, you know, I'm hopeful that, you know, it's kind of weird, right? We I talked about Pickett. Man, y'all might run for 250 and, and we'll call it a contain if we can keep uh sure. if we can keep Jordan Travis, you know, at 120, we can end up still winning the game. It's just going to depend on when you bend and don't break. We've done yeah. fairly well in the fourth over the last couple of games as well. Uh defensively, we've had some pretty good stops, so I expect I expect y'all to tear off a couple. I do. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of what it comes down to our strength against your weakness and your strength against our weakness. You know, you guys are throwing the ball really well. We're not defending our second. You know, we're not defending the pass very well, and we run the ball well. And you guys don't stop the run well. And so, which of those can can win out? Which strength against the other team's weakness, or which of those weaknesses can can step up, right? Like Miami stops the run, the game's over. Florida State gets to the quarterback and stops the pass, the game's over, right? Like if, if they, Absolutely. you know. So I think that's kind of 
where it lies. What worries me the most, and we'll get into predictions here in a little bit, but what worries me the most is with a, a passing team, you can always pass your way back into a game. It's mm-hmm. really, really hard to run your way back into a game. Right. And so, you know, we go down 17. Well, you know, no, I don't know. We're going to be able to run enough read options to, to do it. And then you're, you're going to say, you got to go out and throw yeah. every play and, and we'll see how well we can do that. We haven't done it super well all year. And so that's kind of what worries me is, man, we get, we get down. That's trouble. Whereas Miami's gotten down before and been able to come back. You think about North Carolina, you think about some other games. I mean, they, they trailed against Georgia tech. They trailed again, you know, and they've come back and been able to kind of pass their way down the field. And that that's, that's what worries me a little bit with this matchup is, you know, I've seen Florida State get down, and it's really tough to come back when when your your strength is basically not passing the ball. <laughs> I think it's um, but you know, Larry and I, I told you if you know Rooster gets you know twenty five thirty carries, I, I like that for Florida State because I, I really like our rush defense. To the same point, I, I put. Jordan Travis passing attempts over under at like 19 and a half. If you hit the over, that's not good news for Florida state. Cause we want to throw the ball, you know, 15 to 18 times is what I'm thinking. Yeah. And just try and run and ground, ground and pound shorten the game because you know, you're not going to win a shootout most likely. Right. So it, it'll be interesting. I do think we'll see some points. I, I think the over under is pretty well set by Vegas. Uh, I think 60 and a half right now. Okay. I can so, see that. So Larry, I'm talking to us about this. Um, We'll go a little history, and then we'll do some picks, and then we'll we'll get out of here. But uh, what is your favorite FSU Miami moment, and then what's your least favorite? Like, what's your what's your <laughs> one that like it's top of the line, top of the list, and then like what's your what's your heartbreak? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Okay, favorite, and it's funny because I just talked about this last night, <laughs> and I can't remember the year. So I'm about to have to Google it right this second. But it was the year that uh, I was in Dope Campbell. Corey Harris, uh, Travis Benjamin won a little while that night. I want to say it was 2009. 2009. There you go. Yeah. Oh, no. It was my senior year. Yep. Yeah. I was there, there, man. And uh, Uh, that was my second live action uh, Miami FSU game. The first time, it's funny because I went, it was my birthday weekend. My birthday is September 6th, so it's around Labor Day normally. And me and my buddy, I was living in Pensacola at the time. He goes, yeah, man, let's let's just go. I said, yeah, all right, cool. He said, we'll just go. We'll go down to the bar. He's a big FSU fan. Cool. We get down there, man, and the atmosphere is electric. We're like, bro, nah, we got to go in this game. So, we, you know, we scout some tickets and go in. And uh, that was the Greg Olson game. He, he went off. We ended up losing 10-7, to 7, but it was fun. I think we were on a six-game win streak at that point, and you guys end up breaking the streak there. And uh, But, yeah, when, when I went to that game, 09, Man, you're talking about just – I was so geeked leaving that game. <laughs> what a back-and-forth game. I, I was like, man, I think we can do this. And Travis Benjamin has always been one of my favorite guys out of Miami, just just kind of a small little dude, but just, you know, lightning fast. And for me to be in that stadium, I was in the end zone, you know, where he threw it in. And uh, I don't remember who the wide receiver was. Jarman Fulton. Was okay. I yeah, can't see. I remember that. Yeah. So I'm I'm behind him. I see the pass get in. I go, oh, damn, we lost this game. And what a job! Oh, super so quiet, right? Hey, it got, got really quiet. <laughs> Ref comes out. He's waving his arms. No catch. No catch. No. I went, and that was it. Lost my voice. Uh, 
I was so juiced up. A buddy of mine owed me a bet, right? And we got into it earlier in that game. He was he was poking me in my head. <laughs> he's a little guy, right? And I said, yo, <laughs> you got to stop hitting me in my head, man. Like, I'm sorry. That's a man respect thing, right? Yeah. And he owed me. We bet the game. It was a, uh, just a T-shirt bet. Hey, you put on a Miami T-shirt. It's your Facebook right. picture for a week. He never paid that bet. Still bringing that up, Pat. Never paid that <laughs> I would, too. Never paid that bet. You got yeah. <laughs> real, real quick. Like I said, that was my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was writing for Scout at the time uh, um, and uh, the FSU, the school paper. So I was actually covering the game. I was standing on the sidelines about the five-yard line right where it happened. And Fortson dropped the ball right in front of me. And when the crowd went nuts, when everyone thought he caught the ball, I yeah. saw him drop it because I was literally right there. And yeah. I'm like, I just put my head down and I'm just praying to God. I'm like, please put one second back on the clock because I yeah, think the yeah. ball hit the ground. <laughs> and I was waiting for them to put a second back on the clock. And as soon as they just waved it off, Miami fan, the right players just uh, run onto the field. The Miami section and the above the band is going nuts. Yeah, yeah. that was we had a lot of classics, man. And that oh man, that that was oh, that was a game. That was ooh, that was you know, Corey Mangum was playing safety and Travis Benjamin just abused him. <laughs> Called a bunch of people, man. Yeah. No voice for a week after that one. That was that was definitely my favorite, and, and nothing even compares. That that was that was <laughs> tremendous. Yeah, Richie, uh, have we talked about yours, Rich? Oh, that's your favorite. What did you say your least favorite was? Did you talk about that? Uh, I don't know. Hit Richie real quick. Let me, I'm gonna think least favorite real fast. My favorite. I mean, it'd be easy to say 2013, right? But uh, I'll go back to when I was in school, and it was the 2000 game down in Miami. Um, and that was just a blast. It was pouring rain. And again, I'm covering the game. So like the fourth quarter, you're supposed to stay in the press box, but you can go on the field. I go on the field for the fourth quarter every time back when I was doing that. So it's pouring rain, but Christian Ponder, I think that was the game. He went nuts, ran for like 130, 140. Um, and then I just remember as the game was over, it's clear Florida state was going to win and Preston Parker, um, who had like a great six weeks at Florida state, uh, back in the day. He was in the end zone and people. You drafted was, him. You yeah. drafted him in our all time draft and you put him up against who'd you put him ahead? You said he was better than Crofonzo Thorpe. Oh, I don't know. Franz <laughs> Greg Carr. No, you put him. No, I'm sorry. You put him ahead of Greg Carr. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll stand by that. You were so drunk, bro. Like <laughs> That's what happens when we had to wait on Trey till 9 p.m. to start a podcast. And, uh, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, that game, I just remember Preston Parker. He was in the end zone, and Miami fans like throwing water bottles at him and stuff. And he picks one up and opens it and just starts drinking it. I'm like, bro, you don't, you don't know what's in there. That might not be water. But that it was a fun game. And, uh, you know, probably my favorite one that I didn't go to Um was Jimbo's first game, right? Everyone thought Miami was going to blow Florida State out, and he just put it on them and kind of announced it, you know, did what Dan Mullen had failed to do, announced to the state, said, hey, high school players in Florida, you want to come to Florida State? And that was that was a lot of fun to watch on TV. Um, least favorite, I'll probably go with what Larry on said, or, you know, I, I'm not going to take the same game. So my least favorite one, I'll go my first Florida State-Miami game as a student in Doak. It was 2007. When freaking Kirby Freeman led the, the Hurricanes down the field, we made him look like, again, Benny Testaverde beat us with a game-winning touchdown. He caught the ball right in the student section. I was actually sitting in the stands for that game because um, I had friends up. And, yeah, I, I just couldn't believe it. I had friends up. Like four of my really good friends that went to UF came up for the game because I forget who they were playing that weekend. I think they were on the road. And we get back, and they're like, Yo, like, you ready to go out? I'm like, nope, but I know y'all drove two hours. We can go out. But I, that's back when – 
I took football way too seriously and a loss would ruin my entire weekend to like my college girlfriend <laughs> wouldn't even want to talk to me on like a Sunday after a loss because she knew I'd still be in a bad mood about that. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Yeah, I was at the 13 game, which was a lot of fun. That That's up there. The block of the rock was a lot of fun um, just because I, I kind of the whole week didn't expect to win that game. We were just coming off of the, the bad North Carolina loss. We lost to Louisville earlier that year. I, I did not think that that yeah. was uh, – I didn't think that was going to go our way, and obviously, Lamar Jackson game. Oof. Yeah, that was that uh, block at the rock was fun. Um, least favorite was probably the Willie's uh, year when we lost twenty eight twenty seven. Yeah, I really, you know, Florida State just couldn't <laughs> do enough brutal. to <laughs> stay ahead. Um, to this but, day, that was a backwards pass. That was pass absolutely on the a backwards pass. pass but <laughs> Larry, yeah, I, still, I, I didn't, I didn't know you back then, Larry. Did you think that was a, a bad call? or you, uh, you won the game, so you could be yeah, honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can be honest. Um, Dude, there's an angle of it on the line. Like, it's a bad call. There's no way it was it a bad call. You, right? yeah, you, can at least, you can at I, least yeah. agree that the ref, uh, according to Willie, the ref said it wasn't even close, so we're not going to look at it. They should have at least looked at it. Yeah, you got to look at it. I will I will agree. I, I When I saw it, I thought it was a bad call. I do yeah. agree. I thought it was a bad call. You know, and, and that's why I tell people all the time, don't leave it to them people. You know, yeah, people think exactly that they're, right. they're biased against – everybody thinks they're biased against them, right? I go, no, nah, they're just not that good. Just a lot of guys that aren't really that great at their job. I was uh, listening to us play Pitt on the way I drove down to Jacksonville for uh, the Florida Georgia game. And the only way I could listen to our game was on Pitt radio. And you listen to them. Oh, we got every call. But if you heard Miami fans, they got every call. So it's, you know, everybody has a little bias when it comes to that. But yeah, I do think, yeah, that was a bad call. So (laughs) So one of my good friends listened to the show and, um, after the Clemson game, he kind of got mad at me a little bit. He's like, how can you say you the refs weren't to blame when you gave him 30 yards on that final drive? And my answer was simple. Like, one, that the pass interference call, yeah, it, it's whatever. It Refs miss that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hit out of bounds, you don't hit a quarterback that close to the sideline. So I said, listen, the refs don't decide games unless the only time I, and I can't believe I'll say it to you this week, Larry, on is that Ohio State Miami game like that? That was, <laughs> yeah. that was a ref legitimately deciding a game. Yeah. Um, you know the refs didn't give Clemson a touchdown. You still had to lead in the fourth quarter and let it get away. So yeah, again, yeah. don't leave it up to the refs. I'm with you. They affect it. Yeah, and you hate they to can. see them affected in, in in that way. But uh, but good teams overcome it. So. You just have to exactly. You got to overcome them as well. My least favorite would actually be 2013 because. I knew you guys were a great team that year. I remember the the same guy I spoke about earlier, Pat. I hit him up after you guys. I think your first game that year was against Pitt. Mm -hmm. And uh, just destroyed him. 41-7 up there, yeah. Yeah, destroyed him. And I said, hey, man. I called him. I said, hey, man, I I think y'all got something this year. You know, he goes, no, no, don't jinx us. I'm not trying to jinx you. I promise you. I I think this is a really good team, man. I'm telling you that they just buried. Not that Pitt was good, but Mm -hmm. I recognize – teams that just bury lesser opponents and i felt like y'all had some of that going in and so when we play that game again i'm there and uh we're hanging in there pretty good i go yeah that's a pretty good team i think we can we can pull this thing off till that screen pass. and uh <laughs> you know duke breaks his ankle duke's running wild duke's having a yeah. great game and i think y'all i think we we're down 17 14 and a half i go hey man I think we got a shot. Dude breaks his ankle. And yeah, then it's 41-14 final. 
we picked Jameis off, I think, two times that game. I was it just felt like we were gonna ruin y'all season. Yeah. And it, it it hurt a lot for I felt like you hate to be you like, believe, if, bro. They yeah, you yeah, believe. I really believe. See, I, Duke don't get hurt. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> like that's the same thing against Clemson, man. Like I, they made us believe with like three mm-hmm. minutes left. I'd have rather just lost by ten, yeah. not being close. Yeah. Well, we did yeah. lose by ten because last play. Yeah. But like, I'd have rather just been down by ten the whole game and just right, like, oh, right. We, we played hard. <laughs> and then you and just fought. know you're, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But Larry, I'll just say that I was at that game too. I actually went to nine games in 2013, and that'll be the best season of my life by far. But <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of like you last week at 20. I never thought we were going to lose that game. We like we were twenty seven and a half so point good, favorites, yeah. and we were both ranked in the top ten. Yeah, I'm about to say we were like eight <laughs> at that time, right? I didn't yeah, know you're y'all undefeated. Were you're undefeated, <laughs> top ten. I didn't we were, know y'all were that big a favorite. I think it was the largest <laughs> point spread of a top ten matchup top in 10 history. Matchup. Wow! And, uh, and I bet it, and we, and we barely hit that thing. <laughs> we yeah. But yeah, it's different times nowadays. But man, I love talking about those, those days. <laughs> good, Speak. good team. Speaking of picks, we'll do some now. You guys, if you're tuned in, if you're watching, if you're hanging out, go to the Prize Picks app and download that today. Use code NOSLAW, N-O-S-L-A-W, no spaces. Larry on, I know that offends you a little bit, but NOSLAW for a 100% match up to $100. Go hit the Prize Pick app today. I put some stuff in on this NFL game tonight. I'm excited to watch the game. The, the, the matchup's terrible. Dolphins and like nobody cares, but I'm excited to watch the game just so that I can see how my prize picks app because does. of prize picks. Yeah, it makes um, boring games fun to watch. It does. It does. So, it does. Um, so go check out their app today. They don't have anything listed for the uh, Florida State Miami game. We typically pull the the prize picks from that game. I'm gonna while I'm kind of stalling right now. I'm gonna look one more time just to make sure that they didn't add anything. So, so about on ten here. minutes. About 10 minutes ago, they added more players, but still no Florida State Miami players yet. Yeah, they're, I, they're I waiting until the last minute. <laughs> we tried to do that, yeah, for a roll up, and it was none. We didn't have anything. I was like, oh, they don't have anything for us yet. So Richie just made these up. Last year, he used to just make them up. This year, he's making, <laughs> yeah, he didn't I make remember. them up. So Richie was, was prize picks around last year, or did they just watch the show so. and steal my idea? Start stealing, <laughs> yeah. Because I would literally make up random over unders for players on both teams last year. So we're, we're back to that this week since uh, prize picks are great sponsor. Go sign up. They don't have them yet, but they <laughs> will. Ha- they will have Florida State and Miami players by Saturday morning. So you for will sure. be able to get sure. the official lines. But today is the uh, Barn Sportsbook official lines. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to start with Tyler Van Dyke. I think 375 and a half passing yards is, is a decent number here. Um, TJ, what do you think? 375 and a half. That's two big plays. <laughs> 375 and a half? Bro, that's yeah. four big plays. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a lot of big plays. <laughs> um, oof. So... Yeah, I'm going to go under here just slightly. I think that they'll be able to pass the ball well. I I just – that's a lot of yards, man, and 400 is a ton. I think we're going to run the ball to try and um, take the air out of it a little bit. He's gone over it the last two weeks, but I I think this game's going to be slightly lower. I, I'll go a little under 375 and a half. What do you think, Larry? On? Man, you know, it's so funny. When I saw that in the chat, I went, man, that's like right about where I had it. <laughs> I had him, so I'm going to stick with it. I don't have him much over 375. I have him at 380 was my okay. prediction. So I'm going to go over, but that is, man, once I saw 375 and a half, I went, now I kind of want to go just a hair under. 
But I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with my original prediction. I'll go over, but not yeah. by a lot. This is tricky for me. Um, I'm making you this set the pick. line. I know, and I, 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 I guess yeah. just said it was a good line. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty you should set all. You should have cheated, bro. You should set all these lines based on what you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I think I'll go slightly under as well, TJ and Larion. And here's my reasoning. I do think we're gonna be pretty to you know somewhat to pretty effective rushing the ball, and I think Norvell probably wants to try and limit possessions here. Uh, because again, if it's a shootout, that's not good for Florida State. I don't think. Um, I think uh, I, I, I'll say he's like at 370. So I'm, I'm like you, Larry, on but 10 yards off right in the middle. A little bit. I, okay. I, I think he's definitely over 350 um, with three, four touchdowns. But it's, you know, we'll, we'll see. That's That was a tough one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, let's go to Jordan Travis. And uh, obviously, he didn't play last week at the flu. Uh, did not perform well against Clemson, but again, that's a different barometer because as bad as they are, that defense is still elite. Ah, defense, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, elite. I, I have Jordan Travis at 52 and a half rushing yards uh, this week. I'll go first. Um, I, I think I'll go slightly under here because uh, the offensive line, I think we're somewhat healthy with the starters back, but I, I think – you know, one 12 yard sack could be the difference between that considering the goofy way that the college takes mm-hmm. sacks against the rushing yard. So I, I think he'll be right in that area and I I'll go slightly under, I think the running backs get a little more burned this week. Um, there we go. I, I, I'm going to tend to agree with you there and the great point you made, I, I think it'll have a lot to do with sacks. I don't think I don't, it, Travis is an elusive guy, uh, a very athletic guy. I think we're going to get him down Sack him. I'm, I'm, I'll say three. I don't think we're gonna go nuts, um, just because we don't have the elite pass rushers. Yeah. But uh, won't be the eight sacks we'll, you got on Hornybrook, right? Yeah, yeah, it won't be that. Yeah, it won't <laughs> be that. I'm, I'm not predicting that. Uh, I say we, we'll probably pull off about three. And I'm with you. I think once you add in the negative yardage from that, I can see it being somewhere in like the forty yard range. Um. So yeah, I'll, I'll go under there. Uh, I'll be the contrarian here. Uh, I, I think that you guys only get to him twice and he's able to kind of wriggle out of a couple of sacks and pick up some, some yardage. So I'll go slightly over. I don't think he like lights it up or gets close to a hundred, but I, I think he goes slightly over that uh, number. Yeah. So this next one is just me trying to get some Intel uh, on uh, Miami from Larry on. Uh, so I got night in 23 and a half carries. What, what, what's the, what's the over under there? 23 and a half. You said he's the only I'm, real back I'm he going, got. I'm going under. I think right. we'll we'll look to we'll look to play our strength. I think our strength is pass blocking. Um, yep. we'll look to go to Rambo. I think we'll look to go to Knighton in the passing game more this week. Uh, watch out for the wheel route. I I think we'll we'll try to kind of go there. Uh, watch the tight ends. Uh, so I'm gonna go under that this week. I think he'll be a little closer to 18 carries this week. But I think he'll end up maybe with five or six catches this week. So he'll end up I've 23 total touches, but I don't see uh, 23 just straight rushing uh, downs. No. You you know your team better than me. I'll, I'll take the under as well, TJ. Yeah, he hasn't had 23 rushes in any game this year except for Georgia Tech. So that's certainly the anomaly. Give me the under. All right. The next one's a little funky. Um, These are all a little funky. Yeah, they are. But these, <laughs> these next two are pretty funky. The next two, the last one especially. But this one, I want to combine the Trayshawn 
and Jayshon. So Jayshon covered Trayshon Ward at 150.5 rush yards for the game between the two of them. Um, TJ. Um, for FSU to have any kind of success, I think they've got to go over that. So, yeah, give, give me the over there. Oof, that's tough, but but I do like the over. Carry on. I, I'll agree. I like the over. I think we can still win with the over. But, yeah, I, I like the over there. I think the key will be – that's why I, even if you get that, I think the key will be making sure we just don't let, you know, uh, Travis kind of get a little loose and get 200 in the air. If he happens to pull that off, I think you guys win. So, yeah, I'm comfortable with saying you guys uh, – they'll, they'll combine for over 150. Yeah, and I, I do like us to get – about 200 on the ground and if i just said uh, jordan travis isn't going to be at 52 and a half i got to take the over with these two to get there so uh (laughs) so i'll do that because i mean corbin's had some massive games this year like 130 150 yards himself and treshawn ward um has had a pretty good year for a former walk-on to to the at one point leading the power five in yards per carry i I'll definitely take the upper with those two in the last one tj i just changed it because i thought two and a half was really high but this one's a fun one, and Florida State fans hopefully can have fun with it. But Miami punts that Florida State players do not field. They don't catch it. They just let it land and, and roll wherever. I'm going to set it at one and a half, and I think I'm taking the over. So, uh, Larry, on TJ, tell me what's going on there. This, uh, <laughs> If they kick it out of bounds, it doesn't count. Correct, yeah. Okay. So, oh. so punts that Miami downs. Miami has to touch the ball. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I probably like the over of two. You know, you, you're gonna, yeah. yeah, yeah, like two, two gets me the over. Uh, I probably like the over of that. I mean, you think a team probably punts? You know, how, how many times did? I don't think they punted last year, but hopefully this year they will. Yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> how, how many times did they? You know, Miami actually didn't punt a lot last week either. They only punted once nah, in the first half. Twice, twice, I think. Yeah, yeah, for the whole game. Yep. So, if they only punt twice, you know, then yeah. – Well, I like our go. defense down to down like we talked about. I, I think they're going to punt five, six times. You just got to watch out for those explosive plays that they're going to hit. Yeah, I'll go over. But, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if – you know, that's been an emphasis the last couple of weeks. But I'll, I'll go over just because I think most games, you're, the other team's down on the ball at least once or twice. So Yeah. Uh, I'll take the over. Uh, shout out CJ. The only reason I know that because he just like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He just be griped so much about that's their every ability. Florida State fan. Yeah, they're like they'll just catch the ball. <laughs> so it, it's not a joke. We CJ, lose a lot of yards. Man. No, yeah, he yeah he he definitely brought that up. Um, especially I think he brought it up specifically in the Clemson game. Just lost hidden yardage in that game that cost y'all quite a bit. Uh, because I, I don't even know if I have watched. I'm trying to think if I watched Florida State game this year. I may not have been able to watch any. I saw the end of Jacksonville State, but I don't think I've. Oh, oh, I watched Notre Dame. I did watch Notre Dame because that was my birthday weekend. I was up in Atlanta, but I think that's the only two games I got to watch. But I've heard it's a problem, so I'm gonna go over as well. All right, and you two will both be in Tallahassee this weekend, I believe. I will be sitting on my comfortable couch. Uh, Man, it's going to be gorgeous in Tallahassee, too. Yeah, that's a great weekend to be up there. It's going to be cold. Yeah, (laughs) I I like it a little cold. I'd much rather go to a game in in November than a game in September. That's that's for sure. Listen, give me, you know, (laughs) I'll wear this little little camo jacket. I'm good to go. 
you know, yeah. war ready. I uh <laughs> TJ, when you pulling up, Friday or Saturday? Saturday morning early. Saturday morning. Okay, cool, cool. So the, uh, the only question I was thinking doing is, bourbon with you Friday oh. and tequila on Saturday, but Ooh, since you ain't gonna tequila. <laughs> I'll bring a little bit up on Saturday, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nah, I don't pay. No, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure, bro. All right. Um, I, I think we're at that time, and since I, I'll be watching on the couch, I don't mind going first here. Uh, I think it's be a tight game, and I think it's going to be a little higher scoring than some people think. I do think the overhits. Um, I just like Florida State's defensive front. If they don't give up. I'll give Miami two explosive plays offensively. You know, uh, last week alone, we had three touchdowns of 35 plus yards on defense uh, by NC State. Not going to happen, not going to work, or not going to win that way. I think they limit it maybe. And uh, I don't feel good about this pick, but I, I do think Florida State just finds a way to win it. It's a game they really shouldn't. Um, Vegas would beg to differ a two and a half point spread. I'll say 34 31, Florida State. Uh, don't feel great about it, <laughs> uh, TJ. Um, I think that Florida State gets down early and is kind of just chasing this for a lot of the game. Um, I do think, and this is certainly the moral victory coming out, but I think that uh, I think that Florida State has is not going to quit. Richie has to go pee because he can't make it through the last like six seconds of the show. <laughs> um, he's like a 90 year old man. It's amazing. Florida state won't quit though. And they will continue to fight. And Miami has a propensity for letting teams back into games. And I think this will be a, a battle that Miami just ends up taking. Um, I, I like Miami, like 35 to 24. I think they end up covering, um, Certainly wouldn't shock me if Florida State was able to win. They're a different team with Jordan Travis behind the center. But, uh, yeah, I think that Miami's just slightly better than them, and I think Miami's strength is is probably going to be a little bit too much for uh, for Florida State. So 35-24 Canes. Larry on? Well, you know, this was a really nice show, man. It wasn't like yesterday where, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I did the roll up and, you know, those guys get me charged up. And I, so then we're I started. chill here, bro. I saw you with your yeah. drink. I was like, hey, we're just here to like. Yeah, a little eagle rare, man. You could appreciate that. I had a little eagle yeah. rare this evening. Cheers, uh, bro. A little bit it. left. Uh, so I will I will be a lot more respectful for the score tonight than I was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, I was like, oh, man, nah, we're going to crush them. <laughs> I'm going to go. Um, I, I kind of agree with where you're at pretty close. I think we will hit the over, though, the 60. So I'm going to go very close to your score. I'm going to go 35-27 Miami. What'd you, see on the roll up? What'd you see on the roll-up, Larry? Uh, 45 to 20. 45-20. 45-20. <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> y'all, y'all ain't beat nobody out there? I said, CJ, <laughs> last year we didn't do that either. We only beat one team like that, and that was y'all. And that's I, ran to reach out of, uh, I ran to reach out the building. He's like, I can't deal with this guy. <laughs> yeah, no, what? I just drank way too much last year, and uh, my wife's like, yeah, we need, "My wife's like, like, we need to get sound, you home." Doesn't sound like you. Uh, <laughs> but no, good times. Yeah, good times. That's, good that's times. the thing about the ACC, though. It's like every I week, mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody expected Florida State to lose to or to beat North Carolina, and, and not that mm-hmm. they're great. I mean, they're getting smacked right now by Pittsburgh, so I'm going to hit that bet. Sorry, Larry, on but uh, really, uh, but it ain't over. 
Well, no one expected them outside of to win the way they did at UNC. Right? Yeah, outside like, of like, Duke. Yeah, outside of like Duke, like literally any team in this conference can like right. win or lose any week. So I don't, you yeah. know, nothing's going to shock anybody. But, yeah. but I do think Miami is slightly better. Um, Larry, thanks for hanging out tonight, man. I Plug mean, the pod. Yeah. Talk about um, the two pods you do on the. Actually, I guess you do three pods on the network. Talk about the pods you yeah, do on the network. <laughs> Let's uh, chasing TJ videos. for the most pods. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, tied, right? Or no, he's, what you got? Bourbon on a budget. This one and uh, That's it. okay, yeah. So we're tied. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, catch me. I'm, I'm within the network, man. Uh, 26 degrees is the newest baby. That is uh, Miami Hurricanes podcast. Uh, barbershop talk, man. Uh, we get a little more filthy than on this show, but not too bad. We, you know, we, we try to keep it pretty PG 13. Uh, you can also catch me on the roll up. That's our weekly show, uh, comes out every Thursday. And then we do no cap Sunday on, uh, Sundays, obviously after the games. So check us out there as well. And then I also do culture uncut podcast, um, with, uh, it's me, Silk. His brother Trey, uh, our boy KB and Stacks, man. That's just a pop culture show we do. So you can find any of those on all your streaming services. Uh, check us out, man. Check us out. I like to think we're pretty good. Keep me out. Uh, I like, I like, I need to get you my phone number. I, I, I'm coming on no cap after we win this weekend. Um, no, no doubt. No doubt. But, it, but, it, but if, but if we lose, I'll probably be too hungover. So don't worry. About yeah. It. Yeah. I know how that goes. <laughs> no, see, that, that's not fair. You got to go win or loss. Bro. Go in, go in. It'll <laughs> be fun. Loss. I'll be in the hotel room and, and finding out that my flight was way later than I thought. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be a mess Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> win or lose, a mess one way or the other. Yeah. So. Yeah. Either way, I'm going to be a mess. Larry, thanks for thanks hanging for out, man. Me. Absolutely. Thanks for thanks for chilling for a bit, bro. We're excited to get up there and hang out this weekend. I'll see you on Saturday. No doubt. Um, we'll be back on Sunday. We'll go around the horn then, Richie. The only thing I, the only thing I have, some different FSU sports are going on. Uh, soccer plays the first round of the NC um, AA tournament tomorrow. Basketball won last night. Uh, women's basketball won the night before. And then, uh, like I said, soccer plays in the first round of the tournament tomorrow. Uh, if you're in Tallahassee, six o'clock. Uh, otherwise, games at three thirty on Saturday. Let's see what happens. Cross your fingers. Go Knowles. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> says the guy that picked us to lose by more than the Canes yeah. did. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys on Sunday. We'll recap all of it. Until next time. Real quick, one shout out. Happy oh Veterans Day. Happy Veterans oh, Day to all okay, the vets all right, out right, there. Yeah, TJ's <laughs> against the – TJ hates the military. Hates the military. Look, look at Larry, right? I got <laughs> yeah, the T's on. I got the old school. Look at that. No, <laughs> but, but I, I really did want to. Uh, a couple of my good friends, you know, served. Obviously, I never did. My father did. So, shout out to anyone. Uh, Steve on the network, that he has the um, Know It Some podcast. Absolutely. I don't know how he gets some of the guests he gets. Shout out to him and, and all the veterans out there. No uh, doubt. Appreciate your service. That that uh, hesitation was definitely for Richie. He likes to, as soon as I, <laughs> every time I go to wrap up the show, he's like, whoa, whoa I got one, one more, more thing. thing. I got one more thing. We got we to Columbo. <laughs> I'm not closing this thing down again. Y'all, we've had enough. We'll see you guys yeah. next time. <laughs>